Welcome to Nana Brew the Podcast. Hi. Small business shenanigans coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana. Town. Studio One here at Books and Brews. <laughs> Here in Nanobrew, talking about doing business on that nanoscale. I dug deep microscopic, dude. What so is that? We're, we're getting close to not nano. Well, pico. Oh, pico. Going pico. backwards. Yocto. We're like the Ant-Man of the still, brewery world. Oh, pico, shit. we're still nano, but we have cilantro now. Ooh, I love cilantro. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway... <laughs> What do we do? What is that? What does it mean? That's how we do things here at Books and Brews. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. learn from us. You can learn some things. You can learn from mm-hmm. our successes. Dude, many. We have a, we have a few of those. Pretty uh, damn successful, if them. you ask me. You can learn from our mistakes. Never had one. I don't Brian. even know what that is. I've, I've had a couple. I've had a, a couple. This week. <laughs> to, in the last hour. Okay. Yeah, most of my jokes. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> true, I love true to that. <laughs> Laugh at us, cry with us. Away. Away. Reminder, Nanobrew the podcast is rated earmuffs because we cuss, and that's okay, mm-hmm. but I will say a word that right now that is ass. Damn. Shit. Fuck. Ooh. <laughs> Fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So, we'll, so yes, we'll say those things. We will. A few of them. Come anyway, yeah, yeah. I do apologize to my mother. This is who I am. <laughs> Mom. Sorry. Leslie. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I want to say Julie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are the mullet of podcasts. We're going to business in the front, then we're going to mm-hmm. party in the back. Oh, yeah. Whoop, whoop, we whoop. are the Jason Werfel of podcasts. That is. I'm growing it out. It's going pretty well. Get it, get I'm pretty it. happy. Yeah, I got to shave down the sides <laughs> no again. No one else is. Accentuate it. <laughs> What's that? No one else is. Uh, I, I about my mullet? It. Oh, why? Why not? Uh, you know, it's it's a lost art nowadays. You don't yeah. see them in the Wow. Seems very judgmental. Oh. Yeah, yes. yeah Faz. <laughs> <laughs> all right, buddy. Uh, Jeez, all right. Okay. I'm not going to say anything about you because I'm nice. <laughs> so anyway. Who are you and why have you replaced Jason? <laughs> so anyway. We'll fight later. Yeah. So anyway. What are we going to do? What I'm, glad do? You, I'm glad you asked. First, let's meet the gang. My name is Jason. Hey, Jason. They call me the Funky Boss. What up? They call me the Doctor. Whoa. They call me the Prez. They call yeah. me MC Pickles. They do. I'm also here with Brian. I'm Brian. I'm the Prophecy. Mm-hmm. I'm Moral Compass 5000. Get him. Moral Compass I'm, uh, 5000. 5000. Dr. Ham. Hmm. Uh, the Mike Spiker. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'm also Time Cop. J- judges? Judges? Oh, no. Ju- they said no. Went there, came back. Judge. Then Comic relief. And it was great. Uh, I think that's all I am. The comic relief. Comic relief. Comic man. relief. Thank I'm also here with Brandon. Yo, what up, Brandon? Ob Ostrich Bites, the <laughs> contender. Ding 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 ding. Boom boom. <laughs> boom boom. Unky boom boom. Unky boom boom. If you if you if you really know me. The, the cleave. And the cleave. The cleave. That cleave cleave. Oh. Cleave cleave. Oh, cleave cleave. Yeah. Cleveland cleaver. Uh, <laughs> I'm also here with Farron. Oh hi, I'm Farron. I'm the five foot assassin. Woo woo. I'm the serial killer. Arr. And I'm the squirrel murderer. Hide the squirrels. <laughs> and your cereal. <laughs> and your squirrels with cereal. <laughs> oh, squirrels with cereal are really in trouble. Mm-hmm. Honey Nut Crunch, you better run. Mm-hmm. 
I'm also here with Justin. Hey, waka waka, it's Fuzzy Bear. I'll tell you jokes about the old and rare. The fuzzy one. The Fuzz. The love of my life. Oh, I love you too. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> you he is, we'll make out later. <laughs> I think he's going to fight later. Oh, both fight make yeah, out. Yeah, that's true. Well, the makeup, makeup. is awesome. Very <laughs> <laughs> right, fair. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, I guess I'm also the artist, the producer. Yes, yes. yes. And Jason Sidepiece. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, the Sidepiece. Side oh, the Sidepiece. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. It's good stuff. Presidential Sidepiece. <laughs> so what are, the, what, are these, what are these fools around this table going to talk about? What are we Let me tell you. Please. We're going to talk about... Too much detail. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to talk about old business. Ooh, old business. What the fuck did we do? <laughs> we're going to talk the dust about off that business. We're going to talk about new business. New business. The newest of new. What the fuck are we going to do? What are we we're doing? We're going to fill the plastic off that piece. And that's going to be our uh, business in the front, party in the back. We're going to art your face. In your face. Huh. So much art. Do you smell that? I got to think of what? some art. It's I'm a, a painter. It's eclectic. We're going to do our Wendy's Beef of the Week. Fuck week, you. Week, 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 Oh, I got beef. Do you? Yeah. Beef, what am I doing? I We're beef. going to uh, have our guilty pleasure Ooh. of the week. Ooh. So naughty. Stop it. Bad boy. Bad boy. Get this house. We're going to do all this, bro. We better get moving. Going. Yeah, we we're short time in it. Uh, and then we're going to stump the brewer. Uh, we'll yeah. All right, first, time for old business. You ready? Oh, shit. Coke with sugar. Nice. Crystal Pepsi. World War One. Oxy Cola. Oh, the Spanish Armada. Every other Armada. The Spanish Inquisition. The Leaning Tower of Pisa. Oh, the Leaning Tower of Cheese. Oh, the Leaning Tower of Pisa. It's a goofy movie. Oh, man, that's good. That is. It's the Leaning Tower of Jesus. So I got to say, Shore. I told Scotty that I would mention him in the podcast. Oh, today. shout out Scotty. So oh, yeah. shout out Scotty. You oh. are the best. Oh, with, your, with your hair Mediocre. as majestic as. I listed off like 94 different famous men with ponytails <laughs> for him because <laughs> Luke was giving him some shit. See, I'm just trying to be like Scotty. I'm just trying to get that hair. Right. And that ponytail. And then you guys Tell me you your know, secrets. You guys you guys just can't you can't see it. You don't know yet. It's not even my final form. <laughs> <laughs> I'm evolving. <laughs> my head will be shaved tomorrow and be crying while I'm doing it, you jerks. I that's exactly what, that's what we said about <laughs> Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty's like, I'm gonna come to work th- uh, soon and I'm gonna like be like clean shaven with a with a cut and be like, see what you guys did to me? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm man. not shaving my head unless I get a GoFundMe page going. Oh, oh yeah. That? We can do that. How much, yeah. Justin, for you to yeah. shave your head? Down, oh, say, down to state skin. it. State it. Yeah. Give us a line. Draw yeah. the line. Yeah. I'm, I'm writing it down. 3,000. Oh, what? shit. God, okay. We can totally no, mind. I think I was going to say, I think we can, think we can make it happen. Yeah, God, I, was, I thought you might say like 100 or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was thinking like 50 bucks yeah. in a beer. In a beer? I'll say I might just do it for the story, but... So last time we talked about teamwork, we went around and talked about what uh, what teamwork doesn't necessarily make the dream work. Yeah. What, what does teamwork even mean? What does it even mean? What, what does the group, this thing even mean? A group of people? Like when you try to grow a mullet and then nobody gets it? <laughs> <laughs> Not team players. You're totally missing the there point. There has to be like a <laughs> subsection of Australia that loves what you're doing. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah, they love me in Australia. Oh, of course. Huge, huge in Australia. Jeez, Justin. You got to be yeah. careful in Australia. Yeah, I mean... Everything can kill you. It's not about me, guys. It's about the fans. <laughs> it's about the fans. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about teamwork and what that means and pulling your own weight. And it's interesting because I feel like this keeps coming up over and over again. And what does teamwork mean? I think that we so we just bought a brewery. Shout out Flat Twelve. 
Uh, shout out. I've been working for with him for a long time. We bought we uh we bought the brand. We're keeping it the same though because I'm I'm excited because it is That's gonna be the old business is flat twelve. Flat twelve. Yeah. It's the business eight, as usual. Eight years old. Yeah, it's it's the um racing themed brewery, but I think that it, it, uh, for me I'm excited as it goes beyond that because it feels like more sports related, you know, yeah. uh, you know, not just racing. It feels competition related, it feels more because I, I always tell a lot of when I get a chance, I need a chance to train people very often just myself. When I get a chance to, one of the things I like to tell them is, you know, about me personally, is that books and brews is very much like my my geek, my nerd side that I never really had a chance to express <clears throat> when I was growing up in. Express yourself. <laughs> hey, hey. Got if me you going. Wanted some- oh, and, uh, <laughs> but when I was growing up in the jock world, never had a chance to really. Do Fuck do my nerd. thing, yeah, my nerd hide, thing. Take nerd. like my fantasy novel on the the hide, bus, oh, dude. Hide the nerd. Put it put it in the Sports Illustrated. Yeah, right. <laughs> put it behind. What are you reading? Yeah, <laughs> it's just the Great Hunt by Robert Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> so books and brews to help me express that. But I tell everyone like books and brews is very much my interest levels: reading, writing, music, video games, those types of things. But I run the squad very much. You know, like like my my sports ball side. Like I'm a big believer in teamwork. I'm a big believer in communication. Mm. I'm a big believer in honest, blunt, you know, feedback. Like the coach when you're running and you're slow doesn't go like, um, could you step into my office, please? I have something that I really like to talk to you about. And you know, on the spot, bro. Uh, it's like, Beat the fuck up. Yeah, it's like unhitch the trailer, Warple. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> it sounds like you've gotten that one exactly yeah. before. No, you know why? Because I'm the one cheating, leaving early, trying to make others look bad. Uh, Hold up, Binge, you just said like four Hold episodes up. ago hey. that you do not cheat and have never oh. cheated. Or oh, something. I definitely didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> what I said was, I will 100% cut someone Achilles if I can get in the lineup. <laughs> I would, I oh, would no, totally I accused you, I formally accused you of reversing Brian's controllers on the Raspberry Pi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah no, what I said was, uh, I don't think, uh, were you even here? I don't think. What, I, don't know. what, I, what yeah. I said was, I didn't reverse the controls on purpose, but, oh, but I didn't uh, fix them. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what it was. <laughs> after, after he fixed them, I was like, that took like a, a second and a half. How totally did he play like this for like 30 minutes? <laughs> to, be, to be fair, I didn't think it would be that fast yeah. because the connection. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, I bought a little cabinet, which is a control panel, it's like arcade style control panel, and I just hooked up the uh, the wiring. And the wiring diagram gets confusing because as you flip it up, um, it's upside down. So you know, from the diagram to the upside downness of putting it together, it does get a little wonky to yeah. hook it up. So that's part of the reason why one of the controllers is upside down. And the connections of it are very simple. They're kind of they're kind of clip-on, yeah. but the first time that you connect them, they're extremely hard to fit on there. Because, oh. you know, like, and so once you fit them on, I think they then bend out a little bit. They have a little more give. So disconnecting them a second time and putting them on is much easier. Gotcha. So that was my thought. I was like, well, it's going to take a while to it's rip that thing, thing off of there. Yeah. And, and then when I opened it up, it was like, boop, click, pop, popped yeah. right off. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm looking like an asshole now. Speaking of not looking like an asshole, uh-huh. but you brought this Talk awesome thing in. I, I would like to know the answer. You, you, you teased us with it. We got to oh. play it for a few minutes. Oh, I know. You're talking about the control panel. Yes. Yeah, I feel bad. been a little just, busy, Brian. Yeah, I had a couple things going and then, on. And then it's just removed from our lives. Just I know. I apologize. Okay. Well, I did because I took... So if you don't know, it's Raspberry Pi. I took it home, loaded a bunch of uh, ROMs on it. I have basically every game pre-95 Ever. It. and but, On but any the, uh, system that I've never even heard of. Right. The arcade games were the ones I was interested the most in overall, So, but those didn't load right, so I took the, the Raspberry Pi home to hook it up to my internet and do it over, do it over again. And then I just forgot. It's still hooked up, sitting on top of my Blu-ray player at home to the interwebs, and I need to bring it in and 
fired up again because yes. it's definitely a cool thing. Here, yeah. there's a retro game, arcade games are also in right now. I want to uh, tap this market. Type it. Tap that market. Gives you people. So anyway, yeah, teamwork makes a dream work, people. Yes. Pull your weight. Here's an interesting thing. We talked about this today is that uh, when it comes to teamwork, one of the biggest things, and I think managers fall into this, especially people that are very competent, that are very good, instead of helping the people around them that may not be as good or competent develop into what you need from them, they just end up doing shit for them. And then what happens is, without even knowing it, you're not necessarily encouraging, you're enabling the people to not work. Mm-hmm. And my example of this was... Oh, cool. I'll, Brandon will just do it. Or, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Jason will do it. It's fine. Or if you're too hypercritical, you know, what's going to happen is, well, you're hypercritical and then you do it yourself. People are going to go, well, I can't do it up to your standard, so why am I even going to try? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... Uh, like I, I, I mean, name names, but like we had a manager here. And like this is fine. It's not. It actually worked out fine. But it, again, like she kept getting on me about whatever it was, like newsletters or something I was sending out. And so <laughs> I was just like, "Look, I can't do this to your standard. I don't have enough time to. Like yeah. the things you want from me can't happen. So now you get to yeah, do now it. Now you get to do it. And you know, like, oh, you think you could do it better? Here you go. Well, no, it wasn't necessarily are, about are that. You to it me? was just like, like I would love for the feedback, but like literally everything I do is wrong, and I don't have time to, you know, like so now it's your job. Yeah. So, um, and that is okay. But I'm saying like that's less of a teamwork scenario because I'm I'm talking like more like on the floor floor like. So if you just know like for example, you know if you're an owner, this was this was my man my first manager I ever hired. Like I would come in to be like a to do list for me. Be like, hey, could you hang this picture and could you move this over here and do that? I'm like. Uh, no. Yeah. Because again, as soon as you start to do that process, mm. these are things you know. Like, I don't have to train you how to like hang a picture yeah. or like move a keg or like hook, you know what I mean? So, as soon as you start that process of doing those things for people, you know, it's a breakdown in the teamwork because now you're just lumping it all on yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that doesn't work well. Now you've bottlenecked your own time and energy. And then if you do that, if you allow that to happen when the other person doesn't do shit, it's your fault mm-hmm. for saying yes. You have part of leadership is also forcing others to pull their weight, you know, be like, I'm sorry, but you know, it's not, it's not a, it's not my job thing because that, that's a thing that, you know, that's a phrase that always gets under my skin because I'm a big believer in everybody know, does everything. Everyone does everything. Right. But with that being said, everyone does everything doesn't mean one person is doing everything, you know, yeah, for everyone yeah, else. Yeah. It means that all encompassing jobs work in a workflow manner. And anyway, you get the, you get the picture. Yeah. The point is, Pull your weight. Don't enable people to do nothing. My example was like my, my, you know, like my dad growing up was real stickler for like making the bed. Like I'm not. Here's what's funny. Um, you don't tie your shoelaces when you take your shoes off, right? So, <laughs> you know, like you have to untie your shoes again to put your shoes on. I'll make my. That's bed. ridiculous. I'll make yeah. my bed when I'm getting ready to get into it. You'd be a psychopath. Like I, I also do the same, yeah. which is yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. You'd be. Well, I want it to be like a masterpiece when I climb in. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a shit what it looks like when I'm not there. Right. I don't have to Fuck look at it. Yeah, who cares? I. Yeah, well, yeah. Again, like I, <laughs> I said, understand. when I am not home, exactly zero people should be in my bedroom. <laughs> That's yes, what I'm yes, saying. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So or look, I'm concerned about the state of my bed for that. Right. Matter. Look, that's not judgmental. To each their own. I just happen to disagree True. with. I think the principle of making if you make the your bed. bed Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. I think the principle Old of it. business. Yeah. <laughs> I think the principle of it is fine. Yeah, it's fine. You know, I, just, you get, I like, don't get it, but I don't care. Well, taking a pride in a thing, like having an activity every day that's a routine, like I almost. I almost think it's probably for the people who are really into it. It's more of a meditative quality than it really is like the activity. I think people are getting wrong what they're getting out of it. 
I can see that. personally. No, I can see that. You know what I mean? I just think it's a, uh, frankly, a waste of time. You could be just I think something, 100%. doing something yeah. way more productive. One hundred percent. That one minute. You've already I, moved on, and t- you could be brushing your teeth. I could I, be out the door. I could be working. <laughs> I have seven fucking emails gone before I even <laughs> hit the bathroom. Like I'm not, you know. So, so anyway, the point. The point was like I just I I got to a point where I knew no matter what I did or how I did it, like it wasn't going to be good enough, and I only could watch my dad like unmake my bed and remake it in front of me so many times, <laughs> where I was just like. Not gonna even do it anymore. Yeah, like if, I, yeah. if if you, if I'm gonna go through this process, like I'm just yeah, done. I'll, I'll, I'll save myself the trouble if you're stop. gonna redo it anyway. So shout out, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love my dad. I got a lot of positive, but that was it's, it, you know that was a lesson just enough the same to me. And I was like, yeah, I mean, if if you get to a point where nothing is ever good enough, then people give up mm-hmm. because why would I make an effort when I just know what the end result's gonna be? It's yeah. gonna be not good enough. This sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. Uh, anyway, teamwork. Don't enable people. Yeah. Let them do their shit. Yeah. Cool. Even, even if it's not as perfect as what you want, because I think that's part of the problem. That, yeah. It's like, I said this in the podcast a long time ago. I'll leave this. We'll, we'll guys, I know we got to quicken it, the pace here. But one of the old adages that you hear in business all the time is that if someone can do something 80% as good as you mm-hmm. to delegate it, it's not true. It's like 50%. 50 max. Yeah. Yeah. Like, lower your fucking standards. Yeah. Especially, look, if you're an owner... Done. Is better than good. Yes, <laughs> and if you're an owner that's been around for a long time, or an, or an employee for a single business, like there's a lot of people that have been for, with uh, one company for 20 years, and then the whippersnappers come in. Like, why can't you just? Figure, well, they haven't been there for 20 fucking years. Yeah, and you can't expect them to do it as good as you. Like, yeah. I can't. That's that's a hard. That was a hard thing for me. It's still not easy, but it was a hard thing for me to like. I can't expect a brand new manager to understand exactly how to train the customer service like I want them to. Yeah, you know, like it takes time to develop, but doesn't mean that I. I can't delegate it though. Like yeah. I still have to be able to trust and know that them teaching it is part of that developmental process. Am I boring you? No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, business. oh, business. That's it. Teamwork. Go listen to it. Teamwork. Time for the newest and new. New shit. Now entering new business. New business. Robot arms. Ooh, is this new? So fresh and so clean, clean. All right. Hit me with it. Drop, oh, drop yeah. some knowledge. Ooh, Learn me. Oh, man. I gotta, I gotta remember what I was gonna talk about here. I got really excited about saying new business. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, I got it. I'm gonna art oh. with my business. I can't. Hold, I was trying to figure out how to do it. Two I, was se- gonna, I was gonna do a buffer. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna do two separate segments. Okay, but uh, but I have to, uh, I have to get this out. It's f- uh, also, I just have to mention get, I was let on. Out, let out the art, dude. I appreciate it. I was on Drink Culture podcast last night. Shout out Drink Culture. Shout came out. in and shout to out. The, came to me, which we're was like four nice. percent better. So listen to us. Though. Yeah, they seem to be blown up. They got like a marketing person and a videographer and everything. What? Wow. Awesome. Yeah. Hi, Definitely. Jason. Yeah. They, have, <laughs> they have those. They have those cover things over there. Microphones too, don't they? They have head headphones and yeah, oh, yeah, all kinds. They have real fancy. Wow. wow. Yeah. He told me they got theirs inexpensively, and then I felt bad that I haven't done that yet, so I'll have to pony up. That's my next yeah. expense, guys. Okay. All right. It still seems like kind of a... I will believe it I when like, I am <laughs> using... I would like a laser-etched microphone with my name on it, and then special, <laughs> buy beats, it. special Beats by Dre... Better buy it with glitter. You better go on glitter. with, with glitter and diamonds nope. and spinners. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. The bee is just spinning. Oh, just, oh, just giant bees spinning. We have copyright diamonds. This is already copyright written. Oh man, Roded. copyrighted. I believe is that. That wasn't a slight against Copied. you, videographer Justin. I, know, I heard I you dropped that in. I was joking. Their videographer's like not on the podcast. Like he's not a part of it. He's just like hovering, like he's like documenting. He's like the D Rock. I'm like, geez, you guys are big time. Okay, <laughs> like following them around, like real world style. Oh, I'm, I'm exaggerating a little yeah. bit. They're they're obviously doing great things. I appreciate them bringing on the podcast. Shout out! Awesome. I thought you guys would. 
find it chuckle worthy that I did choke up on their podcast and talking about books and brews like I normally do. So well. I'm sure that yeah, <laughs> sure you talk about baseball though. I 100 did. In fact, I think like I the first it. half an hour right. they got me talking because we were like mic testing and then we were just like bullshitting and then all of a sudden oh it's I know like, I, you told me about like the actual like the baseball connection. So yeah, well then it was like 20 minutes later. And all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a minute. We're like, we're recording? Like, yeah, we're 20 minutes into the podcast. I'm like, we are? Like, oh, that's shit. how it started? Like, yeah. I thought we were just fucking around. Okay. Yeah. Well, cool. It's not always Bonus baseball. Track. Yeah. <laughs> Let me continue. Yeah. Also, when I say baseball at home, make sure everyone drink. That's our drinking game. Um, that's how people make fun of me. So as a boss, let your, let your employees make fun of you. <sighs> all right. Don't take it personally. I'm on the edge of my seat and waiting with bated breath. I need this. I already I forgot. Need this, Thank you for bringing it back. I need this new business. So trying the best way to explain it. So I've mentioned on the podcast before, probably the best coach that I've ever had is a guy named Steve Foster. Shout out Foss. To my knowledge, he's Foss. still he's still the bullpen coach for the, Foss uh, the boss is Colorado Rockies. <laughs> Big Foss man. So oh, okay. so this this dude is the funky Foss. The funky Foss. <laughs> All right, I'm done. He's um. It, it's hard to who's the Foss. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to give context to the whole thing without. Oh my god! So you guys sorry, finished? So what? Are you still laughing at me? I can't even tell. No, it was just okay. A, it wasn't me with the puns this time. This is some puns. <laughs> it's it's so hard to give context to like what happens without talking about him just for like thirty seconds. And that is, he's extremely intense, but he's also extremely religious. And I never met anybody quite like that. This isn't meant to be negative, yeah. but like you know, it's one of those stereotypes to think of people that are very devoutly religious is that they're kind of pushovers, especially athletically on the field or whatever. It's kind of a thing that follows around. I think negatively stereotyping, like a lot of people that are, um, you know, devoutly religious and not not like in a fanatical way, right? Like, yeah. but are just very sound in their beliefs. Mm-hmm. And But like, I, I never met anyone <sighs> like, like him, which who is extremely competitively intense and not just on the field but also like in conversation like his capacity to just enthrall and inspire you is like like 30 seconds into a conversation you want to run through the wall and <laughs> run a marathon you know, like it's, yeah. it's crazy the man yeah. just has a knack about him and that was i told the story of when i um when i first got my first coaching job that I called him right away and I said, give me the secret. And what is it? Like, what's the secret, man? I got it. like reverse engineer this for me because I can't figure it out. Like, why did I love, why do I love you as a human, let alone coach so much? And that's when he told me, you know, be aggressive. So listen back, I had a, I had, I talked about him in terms of lo- like winning aggressive, <clears throat> losing aggressive. Oh yeah. I, I talked remember. about that a lot. Yeah. I remember that. Okay. So that's the background on him, right? So he went from there to then he went coaching in the minors and now he's the, the uh to my knowledge, the pitching coach for the Colorado Rockies still. Nice. Um maybe the maybe the pitching coach. I think the I think the bullpen coach. That was my NL team. I like that. Yeah. I like the Rockies a lot too. A lot of homers. They're really they're pretty. really funny on Twitter also. Are they? they have a solid Twitter presence. Nice. So Foss has a weird way of like just like jumping back. Like I don't talk to him. Like we're fr- we're friends on Facebook, but like like anybody like I don't know, like people like you've known in your life, like you go large swaths without like anything. And then once in a while he'll just like dive back into my life oddly in a message and like five or six back and forth that just fucking blow me away. And then you're hype as fuck again. And then yeah, and then gone again, you know, right? Same thing happens to me with like whenever oh, I get boy, into boy. fights with my wife <laughs> and an ex girlfriend. Oh, I knew this was gonna be ex girlfriend. Why did I know this was gonna be ex girlfriend? I knew right away. Both said, oh boy. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true though. It's so weird when it happens. Oh, so so Foss messaged me out of nowhere 
Like literally all he did was like took a screenshot of a book cover and a screenshot of like the first page and that's all I get. And I was like, what the hell is this? What's up, Foss? How's it going, man? Good to hear from you. I hope you're well. Those kids yeah. are good. You know, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yo, read this book. And then he used some sort of language like he does. Like, like it's motivational, like fucking blast off fuel, some shit. Like this is how he talks. Like <laughs> yeah. he's just like thesaurus motivational man. You're like, whoa. You know? Um, and I was like, okay. So cool, I guess. And so it's called The, uh, the Traveler's Gift. And like... Knowing Foss the way I do, shout out Foss, like, again, awesome man, very, again, like, devout. And I was like, this is going to be a Christian book, so whatever. But I'm a huge off, fan of this guy. Like, I'm not a huge, you know, I'm not, obviously. It's fucking Fossum, man. <laughs> God damn it. Sorry. So I'm not, I'm not deeply religious myself. Yeah. But I like to give it a chance because I, I love this guy, you know? Yeah. So I download it, and let me tell you, this shit is so intense like, I almost pulled my car off to the side of the road just to like, until I stopped crying, like driving, listening to the audiobook. What the fuck? So, Jinkies. it's um, like, it mentions God in a minute, but like, it's not it's like not a religious, religious, not like a okay. religious book. Um, it's fictional, which okay. I didn't expect. I thought he was sending me like a nonfiction, yeah. self help kind of thing. It's fictional, but it, I mean, it is kind of stuff, but it, but it, um, it's kind of like a, how do I put it? It's like Christmas Carol, you know? It's like, uh, kind of like, you know, but it's a guy who's basically all these super hard times, loses his job, goes to a hardware store, his kid needs surgery, but he can't afford it. While he's on the phone with his kid, he gets fired for being on the phone, and then, like, you know, like, oh, like, like everything's maxed out, kid needs her tonsils out, no money to pay for it. Like, the most vivid and realistic, just depressive, down-to-the-bottom scenario and the descriptive writing is putting you in a place where it's just like fuck yeah. like you know you're like it was so intense to listen to and this is a made up obviously story yeah. so it happens like I don't know if he gets in a car wreck or something like you know again when you're audiobook sometimes you slide out but then all of a sudden he's in like Harry Truman's office and like Harry Truman and so it's this thing where he is kind of like a ghost thing right but not really like he's sliding back through in and out of time through all these historical figures and historical times and he's sort of like learning these lessons right and these historical figures are giving him something to um, you know to learn it's, it's so like this the, I think the subtext of the book is seven key decisions of leadership or success or something like that yeah, right sure. and so all of them are very, very heart-wrenching and perspective-building and the descriptiveness of it in these hellish landscapes of spots that he goes to, you know, um, is, like, mind-numbingly sad and poignant. Like, it's ridiculous. So Harry Truman, and then he goes to King Solomon. The third one is the Civil War. So he shows up in the Civil War, and it's like right before Gettysburg. And I haven't looked this up. I don't know anything about this. I can't remember the, the, the character's name that he used. I'm guessing because the rest of it's kind of like historical fiction. It's like it's like real things that happen, but obviously it's, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. people weren't, the ghosts weren't coming. But like, <laughs> it's kind of the things where like the people, the way that they just, he, he explains it is that the, um, the people, the real people that are being visited, like had dreams of this happening, like kind of like serendipitously knew this was going to occur. And they're the mm. only people that can see this guy is kind of like sliding through time. <laughs> and so. What is this, Bill and Ted? Right, dude. It's Bill and Ted. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. Something's amiss at the Circle K. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, I'll, I'll get to the point. 
And that is Civil War, and it is a group of Union soldiers that's guarding like a high ground and the like against a full Confederate army. And they're down to three hundred people, and they're just staving off attack after attack. And they're like the only run between them and Gettysburg. This is how I get it. Someone knows more than me that's going to know the story probably. Yeah. But this is how, what I took. That's not even the point. The whole point was as he's talking to this guy who's the colonel of this riffraff fucking army who twelve months ago was a school teacher, and now he's like, like blasting guns obviously there's not a lot of field medics and like the hellish scene that it describes is so intense like i can barely describe it to you and then it starts to go into the fact of like they're i mean they're done like one more rush and it's over yeah and i mean they have the high ground but that's it like the numbers are gone yeah and you shoot a bullet every like 30 seconds right i mean it's like they don't go into that but like you don't have a lot of chance to fuck you better fucking you know yeah and so it goes to the point where it's like, we fight, we die. We retreat, we die. And so the last like surge up the hill, and again, like I don't have any, like I think, I mean, I'm guessing because the rest of it's a true story, the colonel just says, bayonets fucking charge. Mm-hmm. So like 300 against the advancing massive I army. I love that movie. They just, <laughs> yeah, thanks, thank you. It is 300, yeah. yeah. This is Sparta! <laughs> That's what happens next. Yeah. <laughs> Gerard Butler and then, they, the guy. and then they win. And then that's it. Mostly. And then and they, they find the Declaration so, of Independence. So the part of it, like, I mean, the emotion of the scene and just understanding the courage it would take and the fact, like, like almost... Like, you, like, know you're going to die. That's like, like almost the scene of, like, even thinking about um, the idea of other people even following you, mm-hmm. let alone the idea of being the one to go, let alone you being someone else and going, fuck that. Yeah. Which I'm sure happened, right? Yeah. But, I mean... It 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 sounded like they it sounded like they won. It sounded like they they drove them back. It sounded like they captured whatever officer, whatever. Again, because the other side can only shoot you know yeah. every thirty seconds too, right? Yeah. So like you got a shot if yeah. you charge. It's not like charging into like modern warfare, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you get picked off, right? But still, like the scene, like I was fucking sobbing, like the these the death, and, and so every every time in this book, like he like kind of jumps to another spot, like he's left with like some sort of parchment or something with the sort of the the decision, the thing. And so it's like for that one, it was being a person of action. Like, I'm not going to let circumstances come to me. Like, you know, I'm going to take action. It's like, man, it was so, it was poignant because we've gone through some moments here in business too where, you know, you get to a point where like you just, you don't have time to decide. Mm-hmm. Like you got to just fucking pick a, do it or don't do it. You gotta pick it and do it. You know, because you're gonna be ten days into a thing before some people even decide. Mm-hmm. And in that time, like you're dead. You're dead in ten days. Yeah. Like, you know, like how like you know, how it, like the 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 line that stuck with me, and again, it's obviously fictional, but the colonel says to the dudes, like, like I'm not gonna die with a bull in my back today, you know? Like it's it's fucking chokes me up, like thinking about like even like the real shit of yeah. this moment. Anyway, everyone's gotta read it. It's fucking intense. Like, it, what's it called? It's again? called uh, the Traveler's Gift. You got the bees on tees, dude. Bees on tees. Where it's at? Yeah, I like I like Audible. Yeah, yeah. So I've been I've been I haven't been listening to bees on tees very much, but uh, so anyway, I want to talk about that. I want to talk about one other quick thing. I know I've been trying to do topic lately. I know this is me splurging here. I had to get it off my chest, so I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you. <laughs> uh, one of the things. What you that, say? <laughs> yeah, no worries. One of the thing that that this is. Um, I think the innate ability of uh, of Foss is like, don't do it. <laughs> is that <laughs> so hard not to? <laughs> is that um, that chance? 
later, I talked about this for a minute. I touched on it. So I'll, I'll, I'll just say it again quickly in this sense because it made sense to me in the moment was during my coaching days, baseball, everyone drink, um, I, um, one of the moments that I thought I learned a lot in a very little time was that uh, the Frontier League tryout camp, that's the league that uh, we owned uh, the ball club in. So I'm there looking at kids. Frontier League tryout camp is, is a absolute shit show. So it's grown to the point where like literally like 700 dudes show up. You got like a baseball field, right? So you know what you do? You okay? Like tryouts, you you so run, yeah, well, you like run, si- run yeah. drills. You run a sixty-yard dash, fight to the death, and then the last person standing at every position. Right? Every pitcher stupid. throws like twenty pitches in the bullpen, like and they pay like fifty, sixty bucks to do this. And then yeah, dude, it's a money maker. And then everyone, then they take like a big in, like uh, in and out, like a big infield and outfield. So like everyone gets like three or four throws from their position. And that's it. Like the catchers get to throw. Like every like how do you, you get ju- few, how do you judge accordingly with with that? That's where I'm going. Thanks for thanks for setting on team <laughs> for me. Thanks for asking. <laughs> so and I'm tying this in. I'm tying this into uh, my buddy Foster. Now I, I feel like I can't say Foss anymore. But, <laughs> but um, I'm tying this into him. And that was a, a long, you know, the old long in the tooth coach that was standing next to me at one point. And we're just talking. And there's so much shit going on. Like you don't even. Like, because we do it at the same time. Like, guys are throwing at the same time. Oh, pitchers man. are throwing at yeah. the same time. Guys are running the 60. And um, I was just like, yo, this is crazy, right? 700, dude. Like, and so what happens for us is you see, if you see something you like, you write down that player's number. Everyone's got, like, tagged on their back like a marathon runner. And then at the end of the day, like, they, they list off the guys, number one, number two, number three. And if anyone raises their hand on the coaching staff, you bring that guy back for day two. And on day two, we do, like, a simulated game. So the pitchers get to throw a little more. Guys actually get to hit. And I take it that we, we do – the guys get, like, eight swings in, like, the batting cage. They do get that day one, too. But the coach next to me goes – he's like, you know, if I can give you any one tip, like, going through Major League Scouting School, like, all my years in baseball, he's like, you can't see everything. It's impossible. Your whole goal is to know when to pay attention. Like, that's it. You just have to know when to pay attention. You have to be able to spot it and then focus. And so it's less about seeing everything. It's more about just knowing when that glimpse is there. It's like, oh, shit, I need to shut up and actually pay attention for the next 30 seconds. And then if it's there, it's not. If it is, it is. And you go on. He's like, that's really how you have to be able to face scout. And I was like... And I've thought about this a lot, like over the course of business. I'm like, man, I feel like this is it's very true, especially as you grow, like you can't see everything. You just have yeah. to know really when to invest yourself in the moment. And I also saw that, like, I don't know in particular, again, like I don't talk to Steve all the time, but we're friends on Facebook, right? So he sees the shit I'm doing. And so I think it's I think it's something on a personal level that people can take away from this. That's my opinion that I think he gave me this in this moment was like, um, I think as a friend, like even like as a friend, like even if you're not like in people's lives all the time, like paying attention to like when you could really help, yeah, you know. Yeah. And he has that really innate ability to do that. That's why people love him. Yeah. It's because he might float for ten years and all of a sudden drop back in because he might be paying attention in the distance. You know what I mean? And he's like, "Ooh, I got something. Mm-hmm. I can add value. I'm gonna pop back in, pick up like we never left off. Check this out. I, th- I, I, this, I had this you gym. in mind. Yeah. Here, I had you in mind. Here's check this out. You know." And uh, it's, fun, it's funny. He wrote me back. And he's like, give me your five, top five books. And I was like, oh, cool. And I was like, ooh, none of them are Christian related. So I don't know if yeah. I was like, I don't know if you like these, but here's five. He's like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'm getting everyone's top five. And then I was like, dude, so I'm like, yeah, he's not going to read any of those. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but no worries. I love the guy. It's one. Of, so anyway, the, uh, the new new is basically, 
you know, you can't see everything as a business owner, especially as you grow. You got to know, you got to know when to pay attention. You got to know when your time is required and to tie that into the book that he gave me, at least in this one chapter, because all the chapters are very, so there, there's only one, there's one that's kind of on PC, which is Christopher Columbus. So he goes to see Christopher Columbus at one mm. point. But the, the point, the, the thing about that chapter was that, that I didn't know, which was, is that Christopher Columbus tried to get that voyage for 19 years. Try to get what? The oh. bo- he tried to get that voyage funded for 19 fucking years. And no one, everyone thought he was a fucking idiot. Like he was crazy. Like there's no way that we're, you're going to fall off the edge of the earth. Like, he kind of was crazy. Well, he was crazy. Mm-hmm. And it didn't play out well. I'm just no, saying. It did not play out well. That's not the point. The point is, <laughs> is that so like Anne Frank was the last one. So I'm like, oh, that that chapter's fucking wild. Like you want to feel okay about your circumstances? Just read about right. like a little girl hiding from the fucking Nazis and having yeah. to be quiet when they're knocking on the walls. Like that's fucked up. That is super spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> so Harry Truman, King Solomon, yeah, Columbus, the Civil War Colonel and Frank. So there's two left I haven't gotten to, but but also being a person of action. So not knowing not knowing just when to pay attention, but also knowing when you can't wait around. Like you gotta make a fucking move. You know, and we've experienced this. This has been a, a hurdle, honestly, for some of our franchisees. Like you can't just go like Oh, I hope business, you know, I think let's just wait it out. Maybe business will turn. Like, no, you have to make decisions based on where you are right now. Yeah. You can't make decisions based on where you hope to be. Yeah. You can't staff like where you hope business is going to be able to afford it. You got to staff like your business is doing right now. Mm -hmm. And any delay in that, any moments hesitation, like is a window where the shit could all fall down on top of you. And so... I think that's why, I mean, I mean, obviously, like, the horrific scene and everything, like, really got to me, but I think part of, like, the poignancy of, like, all this shit happening in my, you know, like, luckily, I feel like we have. We've been able to take action extremely fast, and if we're going to make errors, we're going to make it doing it fast. Like, I made uh, Valerie, shout out Valerie, who's here today um, from Flat 12. Uh, I made her laugh today because I was talking about one of my managers, and I was like, I like her because she makes mistakes fast. And she thought that was hilarious, like way funnier than I meant. I'm like, no, I'm serious. Like, I would rather people make mistakes fast. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're going so fast, doing so much. That's how they make mistakes versus sitting and thinking about it for 10 days and then making the same fucking mistake anyway. Yeah. You know, like that's. Well, at, least you're do, at least you're doing something. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, because by the time that person gets to 10 days and making the mistake, the first person's made that mistake three times and, and now they're the fucking expert on yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So. I'm going to cut it off there. Let's get more beer, fill glasses, harden your face. Be a person of action. Get it. Huh? Do it. Don't Read let your dreams just be Don't, dreams. That's, uh, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Do <laughs> it. Yesterday you said tomorrow. Okay, bye. Hey, guys, what's going on? This is Brandon from Nanabrew the Podcast. I wanted to talk to you real quick about our pop-up hop fest we got going on at our South Indie location at 3808 Shelby Street. Coming at you on Saturday, March 2nd, starting at 11 a.m. This is a free pop-up hop fest event that we're doing. We're going to be pouring some of our beers. we got a couple more breweries to be determined. We do have a $20 tasting package. However, the event itself is free, so come on down. Books and Brews, South Indie. Again, that's Saturday, March 2nd, starting at 11 a.m., Check out our Facebook page at Books and Brews South Indy for more information. Mushrooms, I just, like, like, huh, that one killed my wife. Hey, I'm, but I'm hungry. Try that next one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I'm hungry, and you know yeah. I got to eat, so I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. 50-50 shot, this, this, I either this, end my misery or I'm, or I'm full. Or, yeah, or, or I'm in another dimension for a couple hours. No, I don't know what the fuck's going on.
<laughs> yeah, I'm gonna see God. Yeah. No, I understand the like, birth thing now. Yeah. Now, now, they, well, that and I remember for the first time like learning about like even even like in the dark ages. It's not that fucking long ago. No, it's really not. They, you know, talking about like uh, the solar eclipse or some shit. There was some part where you know they had whoever mystical wise men oh, guys, yeah. and there's like, yo, make that stop. Yeah, yeah. They're like, make that stop. Yeah. And they're like, okay. And they do their shit and it doesn't, they kill yeah, them. Yeah, this is not normal. They're like, right get, here. get someone else out. Make that yeah, shit stop. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Mayans made a calendar about it. Right. And then finally, the, someone makes it stop and they're like, oh, you're super wise. Yeah. Then the next time around, that doesn't work. And they like, kill him too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that fucker lied to us. Yeah, he, foiled, he foiled us the whole fucking time. <laughs> now you fucked up. And we're back. <laughs> we got a little derailed oh, in our uh, break. Mayans, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> So it's time for art, your face, 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 art in your face, facial, total facial. Let's talk about art. Stop saying that, Brian. What? Say what? You nasty. It's from Dodgeball. Yeah, it's from Dodgeball. What do you guys? It has nothing to do with art. You nasty. It does. It's a face. Well, you got to get some from face. Yeah, come on. In your face, and then facial, facial affleur. The emphasis is on art, not the face. Okay. Well, I feel like there's a mixture of both. All right. Who's got up. art? You got art? Uh, you got a topic? I, talk I, about I, it? I, I, do, I do have art. I was say, my, my art's the same as it's been. I've been still watching. Black right. Mirror. Yes, no, we have. Electric James, we know. I've still been, I've been still watching Breaking the show Breaking 2, on, Electric uh, Boogaloo? Uh, I've been still watching Hulu. Uh, Net Hulu. Letter, oh, the Hulu? Letterkenny. I'm in season five, and it's like hitting its freaking peak right now. And it was Season already, five? Yeah, there, it, it, is there not many episodes? Is that what it is? six seasons, and there's probably, there's not that many in them. No, and they're, are they the, are they like in my wheelhouse like the twenty twenty guys? 20, yeah, twenty. Oh man, yeah. dude, you would love it. I'm pumped. Seriously, it's it's hilarious. Like it's that. quick. You smash like a season in two hours. Yeah. <laughs> my only thing is I struggle. I think I've said this. Oh, I understanding, just, right? Yeah, yeah. So I put those subtitles I'll, on. Yeah, but then I get distracted with too much reading, and I'm missing like. I'm really, <laughs> I'm in like a gray area of the middle. Like I'm kind of feeling like you're missing all the slapstick humor. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling like I need to take take off the subtitles and just deal with it again. Just but deal with it. Yeah, that's what I think. I'm I'll figure do. it out. Yeah. Actually, right. if I could throw a beef into that art too, I was recently oh, watching my fucking art, bro. No, <laughs> throw the fucking beef Canadian. Art. No, beef. Come at me, bro. Beef on Netflix. It's like some Lady Gaga. It's, it's I said Hulu though. The Hulu. <laughs> what did you say, Justin? <laughs> well, uh, beef on me in general. My wife loves he having through the microphone into you. I was, like, I was just looking at my spittle. Oh, it's all over the microphone. Oh. So my <laughs> wife loves watching like Netflix shows with the captioning on. We were watching the show the other day. I cannot remember what it is, but what they were saying and what was like. Oh, it was way off? It's Netflix. Oh, it's like a game. Netflix is very bad about that. It was that. horrible. Especially, uh, never, especially foreign. Or like, I was uh, say that'd be really like funny. A lot of the, like not what they were saying. Captions are. Hey, you're an idiot. Uh, no, you're an idiot. Yeah. Fuck you. Beef. Hey, you watching this? Translated from a foreign language dub of it, so it'll like the oh. the verbiage will be slightly different, but it'll generally convey the same message. Yeah. But that's why the that's why they won't line up word for yeah, word. Actually, the one I remember, it was like something like it was just a simple line, like I cannot believe you, girl, and it was like captioned. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? Like, what? Man. Wait, what? That's fantastic. That's amazing. Like, yeah, like not even the slang. Like they're <laughs> they're turning it. <laughs> there, there's a funny um, website online that's like rap songs for white people, and oh, like it just yeah. like, it takes oh. all the lyrics and explains it. Yeah, that's like, pretty it's, good. Uh, it's pretty darn funny that stuff. They didn't. They, they, uh, they I like warranty regulators. Large, really funny. I like women with large posteriors. And yes. I cannot oh. tell the truth. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, not quite like that. But <laughs> yeah. it's really, it's really funny. 
right, what do we got? So uh, I've got art. If I can hop in there, hop it I in. On, I was on the fence about even bringing it up because, like, I really can't talk oh, about the plot. Is, I can't yeah. talk about the plot really, like, on the podcast because so, it'll give away spoilers. No, no, it's, no. it's very, it's it's, bad so, oh, it's inappropriate. It's, so naughty. it's a true, it's a true crime documentary, Ooh. and there's Ooh. some uh, some heinous shit that happens. So if I could, I'm just gonna read the one, the two sentence description that I found, and then I'll go into it. In 1974, it's called. Uh, I'm sorry, it's called "Abducted in Plain Sight," and it is oh, a true crime documentary geez. on Netflix. Did you Just watch it? saw this, dude. It's wild. Holy crap! In 1974, 12 year old Jan Broberg is abducted from a small church going community uh, in I'm Idaho out. by a trusted I don't, I don't neighbor and close family friend. Dude, it's. <laughs> he told me a little bit earlier, yeah. and I was it's like, I can't. Ever since I have kids, dude, yeah, like I, no, can't, I, I can't. I can't even like. I, I understand. No, that's totally fair. Um, but so Did all Jason, I say don't is watch it. the no, 70s. Shit. I ain't watching that shit. The 70s have, I guess, a reputation for being kind of uh, maybe just lax. Like people were much more trusting than they were. Yeah, dude. Like, well, I mean, even I mean, I, even like '88. Yeah. My, I would wake up and my parents worked at work yeah. in the yeah. summertime, yeah. and I would just get on my bike. And yeah. I'd roll and to I wherever. Like, and and I, was like, I was like seven or eight. Yeah. yeah. No cell phones. Yeah. Nothing. Like there's several times where I ate it on my bike and like limped my like broken leg ass like yeah. somewhere because I ain't got a cell phone or nothing. Like totally. I'm in the middle of the woods and I'm bleeding all over. And just the idea. I will. Of, I just will just. I will. Makes my stomach turn. If you like true crime documentaries and watching shows that make you verbally say what the fuck. <laughs> Check and it out. Every time, every time, like you think, like, wow, this is crazy. It just drops another bigger bombshell it's, than the yeah, last. Like it just like, gets crazier and crazier and crazier, and like uh, to the point where it's literally unbelievable. Like if these people weren't at, like the, that were a part of it, weren't being interviewed and telling the story, I would not believe it. I will say I am completely sick to my stomach thinking about it. Yeah, this, 100%. this this family that it centers around is the most maybe criminally negligent family I've ever heard of in my life. Abducted in plain sight. All right. Ew. Wild. It is a roller coaster. Watch it. It'll make you cry and sick to your stomach. And say what the fuck out loud. <laughs> yes. Pass. Yeah. I don't think Jason's <laughs> going to watch this. So my art is capturing else, the Freedmans. If you ha- oh, sorry. Farron, what was your art? Are you guys ready for this? Yes. It's Kingdom Hearts it's 3. It's Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh we should have known. So Should've. I took the entire week off last week to play Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah, we know. And uh, <laughs> Jesus Notice. fucking Christ, it is bananas. Like good bananas? Like, like so really good. Really it is so much better than what I thought it was going to be. I've been waiting since 2005 to play this shit. That's a long, like, long time. Jeez, let it go. Like, Can't hold it back anymore. Right? I know. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck off. No, like, so so well, while is I was... Is it like a first-person shooter? Is it like a... It's an RPG. Okay. So Do you like, really not know about Kingdom Hearts? No, I really don't. It's, it's, like, fan, it's like Final Fantasy with like Daffy Duck. And and with Disney characters. With Disney, yeah. yeah. Disney oh, are you serious? Yeah, like yeah. You, can yeah. Be, you can be Aladdin. And, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> all the other Disney, all the other Disney characters. <laughs> Little Mermaid, yeah. I guess. Um, so you travel to different Flapper. Disney worlds, and you you help them like with Epcot and Animal Kingdom, right? Yeah, shut up. Euro um, Disney, which probably was an empty playground. Waka Waka, cutting <laughs> that out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Crickets. so <laughs> I really I want like a you yeah, are yeah, assholes. <laughs> Continue. I think I saw tumbleweed after you said that. <laughs> <laughs> So you play as Disney characters. Yes. So, so who's, who's your character? So you play as Sora, who is. Who's Sora? I thought you could pick. You can't pick. So no, like no. not in Kingdom Hearts three. So like you, you, you have. Loser, Jason. I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> you Sora. have. 
Sora is the main character of Kingdom Hearts 1 and Kingdom Hearts 2. So it's not a Disney character? No. Okay. His, you only get one character? His, his crew you build a party are, of are, Disney, are Disney characters. Oh, uh, like Final Fantasy style. Right. So and like you go you go into exactly. like the Olympus world, you get Hercules that joins your team. Oh, when when you go to fucking uh toy the toy Buck. box, the toy story world, you get Woody and Buzz. Well, like you can't they're, say they're all right. Shut <laughs> 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 Phrasing. But censored. <laughs> but no, you when get I win, and beat this. Yeah. <laughs> this would be a really funny story for unnecessary censorship. Yeah. It's like and then you go to beep and yeah. then you pick up a beep. <laughs> <and then> <laughs> <laughs> But I know where you get beep. Beep, beep, <laughs> you go to the toy, toy st- <laughs> Sorry. You go to the beep store. I'm done. For, I'm done. Anyway. I'm so I was talking to these guys while I was playing the, the world Frozen, and uh, I fucking shit you not. Uh-oh. They played the entire song sequence for Let It Go. The entire thing. Like, what is in the movie? They played that, and it was horrendous. And you couldn't skip it. No, you can't skip it. <laughs> Guess you can mute it. What? No. So you're saying is the Disney game has Disney songs? Has Disney songs in it? Uh, <laughs> imagine <God>. my shock. <laughs> but now, uh, my, favorite, my favorite game ever is baseball. You're just making guys. A, they made making me, a drink on purpose. Now. They made me sing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game." <laughs> <laughs> there was there was bats in it. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. What happened next? <laughs> and then. But it's really quite a beautiful game. Like, it takes everything and all the different elements from the last games and just makes it a fucking just nerd fest. Um, You can craft things in it. You were never able to craft anything before in any of the games. Um, Craft things? uh, Like, you make them? Like, items, like craft items, like food items to, like, power yourself up. Is it like, so one of my favorite games of all time, it's NBA called the. Uh, it's called. It's <laughs> it, it is. It's true. Do you ever get and on fire? And <laughs> Have you ever heard of this thing called NBA Starcraft. Jam? Starcraft. Starcraft, true. Yes. However, construct additional pylons. You must construct the, additional. You must. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> my life, That's right. my life, right. <laughs> um, the Curse of Monkey Island. Okay. Oh, love it. Yeah. A- or any of the games that were in that genre. Those which was art. Yeah, Lucas Art ones. I'm trying to think. Like there was a space one. Uh jeez, I know. King's Quest was the one that was kind of like medievally. Okay, yeah. But there was maybe Space Quest was just the. Anyway, the point of the story is, it was problem solving in that regard. But you had to just kind of also you had like a backpack, right? I'm sure like any, and sometimes the answers to these riddles were like the weirdest dumb shit. You'd have no idea. So you had to end up just clicking on everything on the screen all the time mm-hmm. in order to like, so for example, it's like, like mist, if you ever played mist, is that right. how that is? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So for example, in your backpack, sometimes you'd be like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Let's see if I can combine gum with the shoe, gum with the hat, gum with the whatever. And finally oh, be like, yeah. Oh, you go ahead and put your gum on your belly button. You're like, what? How is that going to get me out of this? Yeah. You know, the worst, Perfect. the worst one I've, ever played for a point and click adventure was you had to like go to this point one and click adventure uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I didn't know that was a thing you yeah. had to go to like find a piece of tape and peel it off of like an old bookshelf <laughs> then you have to place that piece of tape onto a uh, uh, a, like a like a wall 
and then you have to lure a cat with a piece of fish to run <laughs> over the tape, and then you have to steal a man's ID and put the tape onto your face because the ID of the man has a mustache in order to get access to a bar. That makes sense. Is it's that like Leisure Shoot Larry? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most fucked up thing I've ever had to do in a video game. What? Yeah. Well, how they made money, Sierra was the company back in the day, was basically they had like a toll-free, not a, no, they had a toll-paid number that you would call and you'd tell, you'd tell them where Hello, you're stuck. One, one hint, please. And then they would tell you, but it would be like five bucks a minute or some that's, shit to talk to them. But one, one nine hundred yeah. help. Yeah, and they just make the game hard as shit. Yeah. King's Quest had one where... It, it uh, you're going through like the maze with the Minotaur, you know, and like literally, if you couldn't find your way out fast enough, shit run you down. And it was something where it was this like 47 step sequence of like, oh, like left, right, up, yeah. left, you know, like that you, you had. To remember to, it? Well, you know, you just had to. It was only one way to get through it, and yeah. if you didn't do it all 47 in a row the exact yeah. same way, yeah. you couldn't get through it. It was literally impossible. Jeez. Someone had to like walk you through it on the phone. <laughs> so anyway, cheap. I love those games, but still at the same time, fuck you. Fuck you. Sorry, is that so? That the, the whole point of me bringing it up was: can you combine items like that? Is that sort of thing or no? Yeah, like you can. So they added an element in this game where the element of surprise. Correct. Uh, where <laughs> never, never heard of it. Yeah. You, get, you, get to cook, you get to cook with ratatouille. It's pretty cute, Aww. actually. And is it voiced by Patton Oswalt or whatever um, his name is? I can't pronounce for some reason. No, oh, he. No. Patton Oswald did the voice of the rat in Ratatouille. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Okay, continue. But, but yeah, so you can make different food recipes and you can stack them to give yourself like bigger points in like strength or uh, magic or whatever you want. So you're fighting people online? So you're making you acid in the kitchen at Ratatouille. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Correct. Fucked up. <laughs> you are tripping balls. So then um, is it like an online world where you're encountering other encountering No, other it's not. It's not like an online oh, thing. Oh, it's not an online thing. I'm not you going play, to on the online. I'm not going on the online? No. However, something I wanted to bring up was just the, the texture usage. Like when... They went into the frozen world. Sora looks up, and sun is coming into his face, so he puts his gloved hand up above his eyes, and you can see every single little aspect of his glove. Like, every single like thing. Like the fibers yes. that make it up? The stitches? And I thought that was amazing. I've Cloth. never played a game that went that in-depth. Like, I could look at his glove and see, like, the fibers in his glove. Like, I thought that was really cool. I guess I'm weird that way. That, like, I almost feel like when I get to that point, I'm so freaked out, I want to go backwards. <laughs> That's why I'm like, mm, give me I'm excite bike. I'm 64 yeah. polygons <laughs> with, like, enter each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, how, you know... Like, I, used, I played a wrestling game, and the dude had uh, the belt on his shoulder, and it just kept, like, fully disappearing <laughs> lower yeah. into his yeah. shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> you know, kind of like an NBA jam where sometimes you slam dunk, but your guys are, like, a foot away from the basket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I... I want to yes. escape reality. Coll collision right? detection with my yeah. games. I don't. I'm, yeah. I'm. They got to a fever pitch of real. I think Call of Duty did it for me. There was a couple like, where I got to a point where I'm like, "Ooh, gotcha! Kill, sh kill, sh kill oh, shot." Geez, I'm shooting a gun that really exists in real life, yeah, wearing I, stuff I that can, really exists. And I can see this and guy's like, brains right now. Yeah, that doesn't feel okay. <laughs> I think I'm literally playing war games. Like, right. so, yeah. I'm, no, I'm probably controlling ask, a robot somewhere in yeah, Afghanistan yeah. right now. <laughs> ask your kid. It's like. Oh, like that Gerard Butler play? movie? Yeah, Gamer. Is that, that's actually pretty good. Oh, I thought we were talking about 300. Except where he 
pukes into the gas tank and then somehow makes it run. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Like I don't know the details. He like at one point chugged Everclear and puked it into the gas tank of a diesel truck. Oh, yeah. that's pretty yeah. smart. That I don't know if you've ever done that. <laughs> but it's just like yes. oh, I know you have a truck that runs. It clearly works. Puke plus a diesel truck equals running diesel truck. <laughs> I've only had to do that once. And more work for John Leguizamo. <laughs> You got to do that fast before. So he hit it in his belly. Is that what he did? He so tried it like right before he was about to go out in battle or it's whatever. It's very, yeah. very smart. It's very smart. It's good. I like that. God. So Dexter is the bad guy in that movie. Right. Michael C. Hall. You like Michael C. Oh, Hall? Yeah. Yes. I've never seen it. So did you win? Is it over? Not yet. It's not over yet. Uh, how many is it? Do you have like a... Did you get the high score? It's a role-playing game, Brian. There's so, no score. The, the worlds are so stupid expansive that it takes you probably about five to six hours to go through one world because there's like six or seven mini bosses in a world it's mini bosses yeah how many okay it's kind of back in my day there was just one (laughs) boss (laughs) he wasn't mini he was big (laughs) we also called him boss he threw one tiny fireball (laughs) (laughs) one hit kill (laughs) but yeah like how many okay just because this i'm curious now like in lion king who are the boss? Who are the bosses? Other than Scar, Scar is it just like a bunch of hyenas? Like, yeah, is there, do, they, I, do they start to make up characters? I want to say that in the second Kingdom Hearts game, because I haven't encountered a Lion King world in oh, this really? one. Are they, okay, so is is every Kingdom Hearts? They all have the same. So the first couple, they had the same the same worlds, except for the second one, they added a couple. Like they added Pirates of the Caribbean because. It wasn't around when the first one came out. Yeah, that's money. So yeah, it's also um, weird because all the re- you know, if all the rest are cartoons, and then all of a sudden you have one like live action that seems strange yeah, it to was me. really weird because the graphics weren't super great. Still, like this is two thousand five we're talking about. So now they have Pirates Shit, of the Caribbean. <laughs> yeah, it's super so super old. But like, oh, God, they have Pirates of the Caribbean world now, and that it looks like super realistic, and it's crazy. Uh, like, but it fits in with everything now because yeah, everything looks that? real. So but is Star Wars in it then? No, oh. I was kind of bummed. Kind of bummed about yeah. that. But Obi-Wan. they have a Tangled world. They have Frozen, uh, the toy toy box, the Toy Story world, uh, Monsters Inc. Um, everything uh, Olympus. Pixar. I don't, know. Yeah. I don't know how I feel right now. I just, uh, yeah, I was just. Oh. That's what got me thinking. You said five bosses. Wait a second. You just turned off. Yeah. It is. Yeah, you just turned off. I did. Oh, maybe I moved it around. There we go. I'm back in. We're back in. Okay. How m- I was gonna back say back in the saddle again. How many yeah. bosses are there like in a Little Mermaid world? Like you have Ursula. Like. So they they make up their own kind uh, of okay. bosses. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> because that's a cross between <laughs> like Final the, Fantasy and Disney. Was it Little Mermaid with the priest? They, they had, had, they had, they had Ursula. The, the they had priest? Ursula for Little Mermaid. Because didn't the first one have sure. like Sephiroth or whatever from Final Fantasy? Yeah, seven? they had Sephiroth in um. Is it what? In Final Fantasy Seven, he was the final boss of Final Olympus Coliseum. You could fight him in the Olympus Coliseum. Oh wow. Okay. Right. He supposedly. Like one of the hardest bosses ever mm. in video game history. Yes. Who's that? Uh, Sephiroth. Good to know. No. Yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> I've never but played yeah. a single Final Fantasy. But game. it's 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 good, guys. Seriously. I'm just super I'm, solid. So, so I'm 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 just not very. I think it's. We can talk about it off the clock. I think my ADD is not good with uh, a lot of fi- a lot no. of RPGs. Absolutely. Like I just can't. I can't handle the hit A X cast this spell and then it's like boom. It hit 500, and then I gotta wait for them to attack me back. Well, you know what I don't well, like. That's not like that. 
It's not like that? No. Like, I need, like, hand-to-hand combat. Button that's smasher. A turn, that's turn-based. It's turn-based, yeah. We've evolved since then, Brian. Oh, okay. I just, I was, Sorry, what were I you going to say? I was too scared that I just... I, I was just going to say, what I don't like, and it's not just RPGs, it's also kind of like, I, I don't know all the categories, but anything from Sonic to Toll Jam and Earl, like whatever it is that we, you play, I don't like getting to a boss character, losing, and then going back to the beginning of some said oh. checkpoint. Like, I can't handle s- doing the same shit over oh, and over man. again. It's that so is a tiring. struggle. That is a yeah, struggle for me. Exhausting. Like, I just. Oh, like Sonic, where it's like if you die, you literally, there's no saving. Yeah. You just yeah. go back to yes. the world 1 1. Yeah, it's oh. not okay. No. I mean, you even gotta, to, me, have even her, the beginning gotta, of. You gotta restart point. Yeah, or. Yeah, even to the beginning of the level, even if there's like a checkpoint, I just hate the fact that I died to the boss, but I still have to get through the four minutes of bullshit jumping over the little dudes just to get to the boss again before I can even... It's called platforming, Jason. It's called getting good. Oh, oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> Actually, it is. We'll download StarCraft 2. We'll see how yes. oh. <laughs> that talks to me. Shots fired. Hop on the sticks. <laughs> NBA Jam. Play yeah, Ninja we'll, Gaiden. We'll get, yeah, we'll get NBA Jam out here. Let's we'll, see. All right. Say. How confident you are. <laughs> what about art? Anybody else? Uh, I think I, I'm all, all, all arted out. I'll, I'll mix the art with the guilt. Ooh. I just talk more Boy, about video games. So naughty. What what is your what is your most guilty pleasure reality TV show? What ah, reality TV? Shit. What trashy, shitty, horrible Project One Way. Yeah, you like Project One Way? Love that's not Project a tra- One Way. That's, that's a no, not a no. guilty pleasure. You don't have to be guilty about that. No, that's you, a good you show. Should, no, you should. I'm, 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 I'm you gonna should. allow that one for sure. I, I got yes. I got one. No, Project One Way is a good I, show. I, I don't watch I I've got one. It's okay. It's okay. Mine is okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's not anymore, but mine was Jersey Shore for a long time. I uh, a yeah, lot of Jersey it was Shore. A, that was a little after kind of like my main TV mm-hmm. watching day, I'd so say I never really watched American it. Pickers. I guess only because I felt like they tried to make hoarding seem cool. Well, it definitely jumped sure. the shark. Like any yeah, and, and over and time, if you have a, if you have a reality show like um, the one I liked for a while, it, like I think I would put with American Pickers would be um, the fucking. Pawn Shop, Pawn, pawn Stars. Uh, yeah, I like it's that. because any show that starts out honest and real, and you're yeah. actually watching you real people, twi- then then eventually just turns into like straight fiction after yeah, a while. Yeah. Like this shit ain't even well, like once close. They started, once they started adding Chumley to the mix, like 100 percent made up now. Like yeah. we're not even like clearly all the shows you can't like if you ever watched the first Real World. It was literally just following yeah. these people around with the camera with yeah. no writing, with no, yeah. and it was right. boring as shit. Yeah. 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 And so what happened is in year two, they started going, we better like put them in situations. Yeah. Turns out real life is fucking boring. Yes. Maybe, maybe no you guys should start banging each other and, or something. And like, not you know, really. Let's just, just feed here. them drugs yeah. and, and Dude, put a hot tub yeah. in the living room. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just make it crazy. Yeah. I just like, want to remind you guys, you're allowed to have sex. Yeah. <laughs> so they started there and then like I'm sure they started incentivizing them with $50 per fist fight. Yeah, right. Per fist fight minute. In yeah. real world, it's basically it's like okay, unlimited booze the entire time you're yeah. in this yeah. house. Turns yeah. out it's pretty unreal, if you ask me. Well, then I, I saw this behind the scenes once. I think it was like when they were in Houston or something, and like so they would, you know they would like be like, oh everybody, let's go out like the whole house, let's go out and have a good time, and they'd go to nightclubs, and then so there would be this group of like eight or nine people with all these camera crews around them and then like apparently it became a huge thing because everybody would just try to fight them oh sure at all oh, times yeah. sure like if you go to a you go to a nightclub cuz they know they're guaranteed to get on yeah, the show you go into a nightclub at fucking midnight when it's popping and everybody's wasted you're like fuck these dudes I want to get on TV there's some yeah. low lives that don't mind sitting in jail yeah. for a few days yeah. for slugging so, yeah. some dude on national yeah, television yeah that's exactly yeah. i guess it became a huge yeah. thing and i was like damn that sucks sucks 
My fucking haters gonna hate, dude. My guilty pleasure, guilty pleasure. Uh, Survivor, dude. I'm a fan. Uh, I'm a fan of Survivor. I've, I've never once seen. It got it got one. old. It got old for me. Nah. Well, here's the thing: is like they kept reinventing it. And they kept making shit really fun. Let's divide them up by races. Got it, guys? Yeah, no, it wasn't just that, though. It wasn't just that, though. Like, they did a lot of that kind of stuff, like old versus young, men versus women. But, like, like you can't do but race. The, but the strategy. No, no, they you did. Yeah, you but, like- <laughs> but the strategy of it in general, like, they kept mixing it up because a lot of it, these it, people. It's all a popularity contest. No, it's not, dude. Really? It's not. No, because they I keep. I don't know. It, it, it's not because what naturally happens is no. What, what's fascinating psychologically about the show Survivor is that, especially now, everyone's seen it, and they've all. And of course, they all splurge the, the show. show, hoping that the one that you hate. I guess it's like an anti-popularity contest. That's what I noticed. Well, they vote. They vote inside the show. It's not like a nationwide thing. Well, I mean, I, you don't. You don't think that's set up? Oh, you think it's you think it's rigged? I don't yeah, think I do. so. I do. Oh, well, it's that's like interesting. Well, I, I, that's totally valid for mm-hmm. me. I'm going to suspend my d- disbelief. That's like, total, that's, yeah. I don't have any proof. Yeah, I mean, probably valid. Here's here's what I'll show. Yeah, they cast the show, right? Yeah, I mean, I, like any show, you can pick the biggest assholes in the world. You pick people who know we're going to fight each other. Yeah, and yeah. you also and the but biggest thing, the, give these two alphas right. and put them in the same room and poke them for well, a while. The, one it, of the con- one of the questions is probably like, what do you absolutely hate? And then, like, right. they just no matter like, what. Okay, like let's move on to that one. <laughs> oh, you hate people who chew with their mouth open? Let's find somebody <laughs> yeah. who's going to yeah. do nothing. Fucking, but fucking tribal tattoos. You get the guy with all yeah. the oh, tribal tattoos. The whole tattoos. everyone else on your team. Yeah, tribal tattoo head to toe. So the one the one thing that is always fascinating to me about it is that you've gone so long that everyone kind of understands the people that get voted out first no matter what after that a lot of it is ebbs and flows of the specifics and they change the rules all the time in different seasons so you can't prepare too much yeah. but the beginning you can like you they can't change the rules of the first 24 hours that much yeah. at least the psychology of it so it's like the first one off the island is a fascinating just a fascinating topic to me in terms of like how that happens, like how that fast everyone just goes like, we gotta get that fucker yeah. out. Yeah, well, fuck that guy. Because yeah. it's what's also weird about it is the fact that since it's tribal to begin with, you're also trying to win right away. So the fact that you're trying to win right away, it doesn't behoove you. Like people are trying to get the worst person out because at some point, and it's different in every season, it turns into getting out the stronger people. But at the beginning, they try to get out the weaker people because they need to win in order to get immunity. So it's very interesting. Huh. So there's like a cliff that you're like, it's a very you interesting want the point. Best people and then you want to get them out. Right. It's okay. a very interesting point seeing when that happens yeah. and when they decide to, decide to turn on each other because yeah. it's only eventual yeah. like the really strong people go like we, I'm going to start teaming with the dipshits now yeah. you know yeah. because I want to take the dipshits to the end yeah. so like it's always like some asshole that ends up winning because he just skates by for a while and then he's, he's the, not the worst but he's not the best and either then, he's yeah. like right in the, he's the media and then he's the guy that the, the strong guy puts his arm around like I'm taking you to the finals asshole yeah. and then, and then like, he throws, all right. then he throws him under the bus <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they end up winning at the end because everyone hates the asshole yeah um, but what's fascinating to me about the beginning is the seeing people who can't stand the disorganization because <laughs> Brandon spilled on himself. Got a hole uh, in my lip. I'll move off. I talk, I talk about it for a while. But basically, the idea is that you get there and you can see everyone looking around like, I don't want to be in charge. I don't want to stand out. I don't want to be in charge. Uh, I don't want to be in like charge. And then it starts looking. raining and they don't have a hut yet. 
They don't have shelter yet. And then eventually, someone's like, I'm freezing, motherfuckers. Go get some leaves. We're making a shelter. And they're like, yeah. you're voted off. Oh, <laughs> Like, shit. it's always the person who steps up as the leader first that everyone's like, yo, this motherfucker's voted. Always? Like, always. Wow. It's that's, hilarious. That's surprising to me. Or it's someone that causes some super big riff. Like, immediately he says some yeah. shit that throws someone in the tent yeah. or whatever. You know, and then they gang up against, you know. It's either that. It's either you make a big, like, social faux pas. Or you just pull out in front as the leader, and eventually everyone's just like, mm, "We don't like taking shit from this dude." Like, yeah, I don't, I don't like being. Come to think of it, people don't like being bossed around when they don't have to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so guilty pleasure. Interesting. Never yeah, Wendy's beef. A week. Date from the grave. Oh, I just I, just, I uh, say Sarah. Sarah loves sister wives. She loves that a lot. That's that's fascinating too. Oh, 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 sister wives, the polygamist. It's a, yeah, yeah, follows uh, the polygamist. Oh yeah. And it's also interesting because I always backtrack a, a little bit. It's a very interesting structure. It's also interesting because I always wondered this about like the drug shows, like all of the rehabs or whatever. And I'm like, you're on national TV, bro. Yeah. Like you can't just be snorting cocaine in front of like the MTV. Yeah, right. Like, isn't is no cops watching this? Yeah, seriously. You don't even have to be in your car, dude. Yeah. Just watch MTV. Yeah, you're gonna this, bust everybody. This is pretty. Ev- this is a lot of evidence right so, here. So like that totally happened through Sister Wives has been on TV for a long time. So like it started out as kind of like, hey, we're underground, no one knows, like this and that. And like they got fucking busted in Utah. They had to move to L- uh, Las Vegas. Or do they get, do you get in trouble? Well, yeah, dude, because yeah. you can't be blinking. It's illegal. Yeah, that is So, true. like, they had to basically, like, like fucking Leave stole away. State. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's fucked up. I feel like the only time cops are watching TV, they're watching Sister Wives. Yeah, they're watching Sister Wives. <laughs> so, anyway. Good to pleasure. Good to pleasure. Here's my beef. Let's hear it. People who comment slash message businesses with questions where the answers are literally in the copy right. of the oh, post that they're, that, they're, that they're commenting on. People are like, this Sunday, come get $5 growler fills. And people are like, books and what day is this? Indie. When is this? Where's the location? Where is this? How much are the growler How fills? How much are they? <laughs> like, literally, there's no possible way that you could not know. <sighs> oh, that's pretty funny. Family-friendly really, event. Can I bring my kids to this? Is it, are kids allowed? Oh, my God. Yes. I, I probably get a call a day on that question alone. If kids are allowed? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know oh. they went to our Facebook page to look up our phone number. <laughs> right? Oh, bro. Read the copy. Is it easier just to ask someone than to read? <laughs> oh, jeez. Can you read for me? <sighs> so people who don't read the copy, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> you guys got beef? I have a little bit of beef. I shouldn't say it, but I just thought about it. So okay, I'm going do to. it. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> I, I have minor beef on my roommate. Your restraint was flash. I have very minor, small. I have minor beef on my roommate. Oh, minor so beef. I don't think he I clogged say it, but the I'm tub. Anyway. Uh, the, no. Oh, underage beef? All the. Uh, so. We've been living together for a while. My my alarm clock goes off at the Come same time my door. every single morning. What time does your alarm clock go off? Well, we'll there's three. For you. What time does your first one go off? 7.53. Interesting. Okay. So, it's a process. 7.53? Yeah. 7.53. 7.53. I like it. It's very organized. Yes. You got down to the minute. Yeah. I did your style? Yes. I have a thing with setting them for weird numbers at times, and then I switch it. You know what's funny is Sarah, uh, shout out Sarah, whether it's the the volume on the TV or like stuff like that, she can't set it on anything but it zeros or fives. Oh, yeah, zeros or fives. That's one it. Time I'm usually, one time I'm my usually like set even the TV volume at thirty-seven, and I had to leave because <laughs> I was gonna throw up. There's that number again, thirty fucking oh, seven, 37 dude. Again. Thirty-seven follows oh, you. Man, I guess. See, like I'm, I'm, I'm drilled in I'm, everyone's head. I'm kind of good like like even numbers. I usually try to keep it even, not seven fifty-three. But <laughs> so even the volume in my car, fifteen or twenty only. Every fucking day for as long as he's lived there. I get up at the same exact time. And all of a sudden, I get up, and the first thing I do is take my dog outside, and my alarm goes off, 
And before I can even get my dog standing and open my door, he goes into the bathroom. And he goes into the bathroom, and it's like 35 minutes later. And I'm like, I needed to step in there and brush my teeth and like get like like five minutes and I'm out. And this fucker is in there. Like, I've almost been late numerous times because I'm literally standing there doing nothing, just being like, I just need to brush my fucking teeth. This is bullshit. That's all my beef. Is there any other sinks in the house? Is there a kitchen sink? Yeah, but my toothbrush and toothpaste is already in the bathroom. <laughs> Maybe you should move it. Yeah. I guess I didn't think of that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's weird to, I mean, for me to brush your teeth. I mean, it doesn't have to be in the bathroom. Is it? What is, yeah. Is, you know, I mean, you have a sink, you have water. Sink. I guess the sink's a sink. You don't even really need a, a sink, sink if you really sink. don't have to. You can brush well, your teeth the way no, to work no, in the car. You could do no, it in the front yeah. mouth. <laughs> I'm not a psychopath. This, this is what separates us from the animals. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Brush your teeth in the car. This is what separates us from the animals. It's a good response. I'll give you that. So, it's been irritating me. Anyone else got beef? Not enough to say anything, <laughs> but still. Justin, you got beef? Farron? Brandon? No, um, AT&T, fuck you. Oh, yeah. AT&T, fuck oh, you. fuck you. Dude, for real. Oh, jeez. Uh, just to go a little bit into the story, trying to we canceled AT&T at one of our stores, and they still kept charging us. Um, it was set up by a previous employee. The only reason I was able to cancel it is because for some reason... Brandon's email was associated to the ca- the account like six months ago as a secondary backup. Oh, so you weren't the primary? No. That's, is that what it was? Our it was? previous manager for Zionsville was. Um, and, and it was a security thing, that, right? Oh, yeah. It was yeah, basically... Yeah. So I had Can you answer, answer a security question? No, absolutely not. It was like, what's what your, was your, what was your dog in What was your grade? first pet's name? Uh, Fluffy. Yeah. <laughs> Snuggles? <laughs> oh, it was... It was so ridiculous. They basically said it's like either you have to get her to contact or provide us with a death certificate. What I'm the sorry? fuck? Yes. Well, af- I'll say after I called and spoke with AT&T for so many hours, I called back and complained because a guy actually said that on the phone. And Yeah, I'd be like, this is a business. And guess what? Sometimes employees come and go. Yeah. And, and fuck you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Any hoodle. Any other beef? Yeah. Beef? Beef? Anybody? Like Time for us to you. Stump the brewer. To you. Stump the brewer. Stump the brewer. Stump the brewer right about now. All right. What are we doing? So we're talking about it today. The husband of our tapper manager here at the mothership, Matt, oh, yeah. uh, revealed to me last night in our conversation. Oh, Shout out, Matt. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. There's no way he's listening. Everyone say hi to Matt. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Um, hi, I texted Kelly a minute ago and I said, "Tell Matt I said hi." <laughs> I think I'm going to do that like every 36 hours from now on. <laughs> that makes my day to think like, about. Actually, hey, hey, Kelly, tell Matt I said hi. That, cra- that cracks me up. <laughs> so anyway, nice. he revealed that he is a or used to be a professional gamer. Oh shit! So you have to give me. Let me give you the let me give you the parameters here. The article. So this is from MMOs.com, which is I don't know. I guess massive multiplayer, multiplayer. online. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the article is the biggest esports. Oh, okay. Oh, June eighteenth, twenty fifteen. Okay. Oh, of twenty fifteen. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the best shit. I could do. Okay. I know. It's old shit. Esports. Esports. Yes. You know what those are? No. They're video. The professional video game players. Yes. Basically, yeah. they play in tournaments all over the world, make the lots of money. Sports that they play online. Oh, sports that they play? Yep. Okay. No, 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 it's not sport. It's not no, just like sports they, games. That's a sport. No, I'm sorry. It is yeah. a sport to play a game online. The e- games that so they play. electronic competition. Oh, 
right. Yeah. In is retrospect, esports is it confusing? It's I'm not very, sports. No, it's not You're so, not playing sports. No, I'm not, that's why I was like, oh, well, well, that's so, actually the big argument is that they are saying really? that, that, that that it is in fact a sport. And you can in the use competitive nature of the word, right. and you can use drugs right. to enhance your gameplay. Yeah, I think e- yeah, there's I think also there's also e- competition would probably there's be also big doping scandal of people using amphetamines to just oh, like go well, for that like makes sense. Let me tell you, Adderall, yeah, that makes sense. Rocking for me. So anyway. my brother called me. True story. All right, shut up. No, it's up the brewer. No, 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 no. You don't get to tell no, the story. Getting out of this. Four minutes left. Getting out of this. Esports have grown tremendously over the years, largely due to the immense popularity of mobas. Uh, what? Blah, 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 whatever. Here's the point: <laughs> there's multiplayer online battle arenas. Yep. So there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of money in it, and you have to. Give All right, me I got. Fir- I got my first. Yes, World of Warcraft. Let me. That's uh, not an esport, bro. It's not an esport. What? Yeah. I don't understand the parameters. Okay, World of Warcraft yeah. is on the list. No, yeah, that's going to be on the list. You guys want to talk more shit? <laughs> 2014 World Championship Prize Pool was 250k. I didn't know you could like win. I thought it was like just ongoing. Well, I feel like right. you could have, it like, must be like a game within the game. I think you, have a, you could have your biggest character. Like there's got to be the peak. I've never actually played it. The peak viewers, 200,000. Yeah. So what is the what is the like what is the qualifier or the rather the quantifier? I, I, it's hard for me to read because it's got all the names of the shit in it. I don't understand. Okay. I mean, is this just by viewership or something? I don't, I don't think it's a categorical list. I think okay. basically it's just like overall. I'm guessing it's what they're saying in the biggest esports. Well, prize pools. Okay, they they have like five things they list and everything is like prize pools, the championship prize Don't pool, viewers, total views, monthly active viewers, those kind of things. So it's all kind of lumped together <laughs> in a formula. That's fine. I An have, algorithm, if you I, would. I have my answer ready. If you are ready yes. to check it up, uh, League of Legends, which oh. will likely be probably yeah. number one or two. I've never heard of that Batman and shit. No. If League of Legends isn't on there, this is literally the most bogus <laughs> list ever. Yeah. Like it's I love when this happens. League of Legends. Yes, oh. thank you. 2014 World Championship prize pool, 2.1 million. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the single biggest, at least right now. So monthly active users is 67 million. This is 2014 numbers, too. Can I tell you guys a story real quick? No. no. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right. Farron, you're up. Overwatch? It's 2014. Yeah. 15. Oh, uh, Overwatch is too new? Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's probably too new, but I figured, <laughs> I figured I'd. Justin. Rocket League? That's not oh. even an sport. Rocket League? Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> Madden. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you serious? I actually thought Madden would Barry. probably. Madden's, Madden's a big esport, yeah, yeah, but people. not to this level. What the fuck? Yeah. Fucking nerds? <laughs> 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 Sorry to all of our nerd contingent. Oh yeah, we love sorry. you. So is this just? There's only 67 million of them. They're on. <laughs> they're on literally right now on League of Legends. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> it's like a third oh. of the U.S. <laughs> I've never even heard of the damn game. <laughs> I don't even know the parameters of this contest right now. Does that mean I win? <laughs> no, Brady, you got to name one. Oh, I, I was the only one that named. Oh no, Brian got one. Brian got one. What what was the year? 2015. Esports. Yes. Super Smash Brothers. That was gonna be yeah. I was gonna say next. No. Oh! I think it's no. probably just MMOs no, no, no. listed. I was not stumped today. So okay. So yeah, maybe M- no. MMOs. It says no, it you, says you didn't get yours either. It says well, biggest I esports. Not stumped. I'll say that. So biggest esport or biggest esport that's also an MMO. Yeah, I don't no, know. The, the, the no, it's just MMOs is the. I don't know. It's part of the article. <laughs> it's the best I could find. All right, sue me. I mean, it's the website is mmos.com, but the article says biggest esports. Okay. Okay. Let me. No, I mean, is consider me on is Dota on there? Yes, it is. Is Counter Strike? on Yes, there? it is. Okay, okay then, then yeah, not, then it's not MMOs. Yeah. Okay. Counter Strike was going to be an answer of mine. Yeah. Counter Strike Global Offensive. 
Is StarCraft? It is. Yeah. Oh, really? Just st- but StarCraft isn't an MMO. I don't understand. It's a real-time strategy. I don't understand the parameters of this. StarCraft 2 is on there, yes. You still you can still win 280 grand playing. That game came out in like... Jesus. Yeah. yeah. That's so it was, 2002. So it was like That's part Conquer of the reason that they're trying to call it a sport. Right. <laughs> it's like it's that, crazy. Yeah, the top players make as much as... NBA players. Concerts? Well, I, I understand how much they yep. make, but I'm just I'm I'm blown away by a game that's 20 years old yeah. that's on there still is that popular mm-hmm. when you have like the Fortnites and obviously Fortnite's not on here just because Fortnite I'm sure that's the number one in the world right now. Right now. And awesome. what is is a is a PUBG like number two? PUBG. I think no, I get I think I get did I give them all to you. I'm sorry. League of Legends, yeah. Dota 2, Counter Strike, Smite. Oh damn. Okay. Yeah. 2.6 million. For the prize pool? Holy shit. I've never even heard of I that. Know, I, I, neither have I. World of Tanks? Never heard of that either. I have heard I think of I've, that. I, think I, I, think <laughs> I didn't I've know that was seen, a competitive game. 300,000. That's more than I think I've seen Starcraft. a bullshit like ad or something for it. Uh, Hearthstone? Oh, Hearthstone. Hearthstone. Yeah. Hearthstone. Oh, that's that, another Warcraft thing. Yeah. That's like, yeah, it's a digital card game. Yeah. It's very it's weird. It's like yeah. from oh, World of Warcraft? Yeah. yeah. What? Starcraft 2. That was all of them. Oh, All right. Okay. For some reason, I can't get my password right into, uh, so I don't know who's listening, but I'm sure U.S. is. Shout out oh, U.S. Yeah. Woo. Shout out U.K. Shout out, Shout out Australia. Chile. You're, Shout out Australia. You're popular in Australia. I heard that I am popular. My mullet <laughs> is, at least. Yes. And uh, even if it's not popular at this table, that's fine. It's all right. You guys don't have to like me. It's not part of the deal. <laughs> uh, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> at least outwardly. Um, <laughs> I got it. Oh, dude. Shout out Libby in the house. What? Oh, man. I, for, I forgive you for the beginning of Back to the Future. Uh, <laughs> shout, shout out Serbia. Serbia. Shout out Slovakia. We're blowing up in Slovakia. Oh, snap. Dude, all of this. Czech, we're in there. Poland. Shout out Germany. Wait, 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 wait. I'm, we have Finland. I'm Polish. We got Finland in the oh, house. We got Finland. Shout out, shout out Yuli. Yuli, yeah. the, one, the one, oh. girl, one person I know in Finland. Yuli Kunkel? No. <laughs> Yuli, Yuli Lane. Shout out Yuli. Yuli Lane. That's a big Lebowski reference. Shout out Ireland. Shout out China. Shout out India. Shout out Australia. Shout I out Mexico. Australia. It's not a joke. Shout <laughs> out Spain. Spain is blowing up. Are Shout we, out Japan. We really shrunk in Japan. Did I say something, Japan? I think we I apologize. apologize already. Yeah, I apologize. Oh, dude, Mexico. What? Oh, como esta? <laughs> Shout out United States. Shout out Canada. Did I miss anybody? Finland. Czech, Germany. See, Canada's been listening because I've been talking about letter France. Canada. France. We have a well. following in Slovakia. Dude, I'm t- I told you, Slovakia. Holy we're crap. Shout out. Uh, I just said India. I said Japan. Oh, there's people. What, what does it listen? Do they have to listen to one second for it to show up? I don't have any there? idea. Don't worry. Yep, don't I don't care. like your negative names. Uh, I, I have to give a shout out. Shout out to my buddy Brad, who you oh, know. Oh, yeah, shout out Brad. He, he comes in about twice a week now, and he was like, I've been listening to your podcast, and it's pretty good. I was like, you're, <laughs> sorry. Like you're, I, I, <laughs> I did say that to him. I was like, oh, he's like, no, it's pretty good. I, I think myself, I'm Jason. I'm the funky Jason. boss. I, wait, I have a story. I have a story. I'm C. Pickles. C. Pickles. Shout out Brian. Shout out me. Dr. Ham. Uh, Tom Cobb, been here, done that. Moral Compass. 5,000. 5,000. Prophecy. Mike Spicker. Oh, <laughs> Shout out Brandon. What up? They say I put the COO in cool. What was the Snoopy character, Mr. Cool, or something like that? You know what I'm talking about? Nope. No. No. <laughs> Sh- Snoopy, Woodstock. fuck you. Snoopy, fuck you. All right. Shout out Farron. You're welcome. I'm Farron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hide your squirrels. Hide your cereal. Mm-hmm. I'm the five foot assassin. Read I'm coming book. at you. <laughs> the, end. Yes. the end. Shout out Justin. <laughs> Woohoo. Hey, guys. Thank you. Shout out to all you. And uh, 
spots. Yeah, the Patreons should be coming out soon. We're just in the yeah, approval I process. I've been saying that for yeah, four months. Yeah, check out the dirty stuff on the Patreon page. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to say words like we can't say here. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. beep. <laughs> All right. Actually, check out the bonus track. That's oh, what you bonus, need to do. Bonus track. Remix. Make sure to like and subscribe for more great content. Yes. Tell Share your friends. With your friends. Smash the like button.